What's up, family? Here we go. It's September the 5th, 2019. Excuse me. I know a lot of times when you look up and you see that the year is passing by and you look at what's been accomplished. Now, I I like to go back to, to certain topics that's, you know, like in the neighborhood. In the community. And one thing I see is profit, but I don't know where that profit is going. And I'm talking about the church because in my neighborhood, there's so many churches. It's like, wow. But I see so many churches and I also see very little transformation in the neighborhood. Today, we're going to talk about Pimping for that 10%. I'll say it again. Pimping for that 10%. Well, we all know what pimping is. And I don't believe if we use the definition of pimping from Oxford, the action or practice of controlling prostitutes and arranging clients for them taking part of their earnings in return. Once again, the action or practice of controlling prostitutes and arranging clients for them taking part of their earnings in return. Well, we all know that that's not happening Quote, unquote, I hope, but we're going to be talking about pimping for that 10%. When you look at it, what's really going on in the black church? I I, I often use uh, black because I'm black and I often use the experiences from what I've seen, from what I've heard and from participating. In certain uh, things, but not that. But anyway, 10%. Take somebody who makes $100,000 a year. $100,000 a year. That's a six-figure number. And you give it, your 10%, to the church. Now, 10% of $100,000 is 10,000. So say you take a person who makes, or better yet, let's say you have 10 people in your church and they all make it over $100,000. Now you're talking about a million dollars in income from out of 10 people. And those 10 people, if they go uh, to the church and they go, you know, like they're supposed to, dedicated, true believers, and they give $10,000 a year each. You're talking about $100,000 that's going to that church. 
Now, if you got $100,000 going to that church, say, for instance, it's a medium-sized church. A medium-sized church may be anywhere between, what, 50 to 100 people, maybe more, maybe less. But you take a medium-sized church and you have 10 people, just 10 now, that's giving $100,000, 10000 between each of the 10. Now, say, for instance, you have all these other people, say, out of the uh, hundreds, let's say, for instance, 150 people, and 10 are giving $100,000. Now, you take basic math. Say the average person makes, say, $40,000 a year. Okay, there's another $4,000. Now, where is all this money going? Where does this money go? The money is supposed to go tithing. I'm talking about tithing. I'm not talking about offerings because there's a difference in that, too. We're just talking about pimping for the 10%. We're not talking about offerings because that's a whole nother story. But where is this money going is the question. Where is this money going? Now, we know part of it is to go to maintain the church, its upkeep, to make sure if there's a gardener, the gardener gets paid, to make sure that, uh, you know, everything is working, utilities, if you don't own the building, or if you own the building, rent or mortgage, okay? But where is this money going? The money, there is a salary for the church, the pastor. The pastor receives a salary. I'm not quite sure, depending on how much the church brings in, but the pastor does receive a salary. But say the pastor doesn't work and all he has is the church. Now, a salary is like any other salary. OK, this is for your living expenses and whatever else you use to uh, with the money that you make. But say you rolling up in Rolls Royce money, you got Rolls Royce. Uh, you're not making Rolls Royce money because you're not getting that from the church, especially in a medium sized church. But you got a Rolls Royce. The missus has got a, a Lexus SUV. Because technically, there really isn't a first lady of a church, according to the Bible. But a lot of people like to call the uh, wife of a pastor the first lady. You're taking exotic vacations. Now, it's nothing wrong with that. If You, you know, you save your money. But. If the church is not prospering, because the church is supposed to prosper, but it's also supposed to help in the community. You want to help the community grow. And when you're bringing in a certain amount of money, because a lot of churches, I believe, majority of them, they don't pay taxes. So you're not paying taxes. They're tax exempt. They don't have to pay taxes when you run a church. But nowadays, a church is more of a business than a house of worship. You know, you pay musicians. I, I, I learned this not too long ago, and I was kind of surprised when I learned it. And that's kind of because I always thought 
when I was in the church, I always thought, well, because our musicians didn't get paid. We were in a medium, uh, I was in a medium, uh, uh, medium sized church and our musicians didn't get paid. I always thought that the musicians that were playing were playing for God, for the love of him. I didn't know that a lot of them were getting paid. But once I learned that a lot of them were getting paid, I was like, oh, man, see, it really becomes a position of a business now. It doesn't become the house of the uh, of worship anymore. It becomes a business. So when you don't pay your 10%, a lot of times, because I've witnessed it in, in, in churches that I've been to, I never uh, uh, witnessed it in the church that I was in, but my pastor was very, very, uh, he, was, he was strict on the tithing. You paid your tithe. But a lot of times people don't have that 10%. It's like it's either pay your 10% or eat. Pay your 10% or rent. Pay your 10% or mortgage. So a lot of times people don't have the money to pay. I don't believe a person who don't have the money. Now, if you didn't have your 10% in my church, the pastor would, he wouldn't scold you in front of the congregation. I've seen pastors scold and talk about members that didn't pay their 10% in front of the whole church. Now, sometimes that there's a time for that and there's a place for that. I don't believe you should take a grown-up who's worked hard 40 to 80 hours or whenever they get paid and you're going to put them on blast because they didn't pay their 10% in front of a whole congregation. Let, let's say, for instance, they paid faithfully, been in the church 10 years and faithfully been paying and they missed a couple of uh, uh, months because they didn't pay their tithe. You shouldn't scold them in front of nobody. You pull them aside and you ask, find out what's going on because everybody don't always have that 10%. That's why you see these churches, they act like the money is theirs. You Back in the day, in Jesus' time, you paid your 10%. You paid with maybe paying with sheep, maybe paying with goats, maybe paying with labor. Nowadays, if you don't pay that money, these people lose their mind because, see, you're cutting into a lifestyle that they have developed for themselves in an image. The church don't have to be successful. But that pastor needs to maintain that image that the church is successful, even though it's not. That 10 percent goes a long way. When you are just paying for your wife and your family, but you're not taking care of the church. And then when there's something that needs to be done, here comes a special offering for some more money. Pimping. Pimping in a pulpit. That's what we've, we, we've become. Pimping in the pulpit. They're pimping in the pulpit. They have a website for that now. Preachers. Pimping in the pulpit. You know, 
Who does that kind of thing? Go and take people's hard people who are believers, want to be believers, believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. For them to take advantage by just taking their money, pimping and pandering. You know, why? Why you take advantage of the people who have don't have a whole lot, but you take advantage of it? Okay, here's one. We got pimping and pandering. Laws are aimed. We got laws, you know, for this type of thing. Who promote and exploit prostitution. Not at prostitute themselves. Thus a person who obtains a prostitute for his or her own sexual gratification has not engaged in pandering. Instead, having a committed, distinct, but lesser crime. Well, you can take that for whatever, however you want to take it. But when you begging people for money, you know, and a lot of them beg, and they they threaten, and they also try to make you feel bad. You know, who does that kind of stuff? And this is in the church. This is in the black church. This may go on in all churches and more than likely it does at some degree or another. But I'm not talking about those other churches. I'm talking about the black church. 10%. That 10% is very, 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 very important. You would think the pastors would be investing that money into the community by buying property. How many churches out there, brothers and sisters, that you know have actually invested money in supermarkets? Supermarkets. I'm not talking about a little storefront. I'm talking about a supermarket. There's enough money that's coming into these churches that they can combine for the good of the community as well as good of the people. How many are, are opening up restaurants? Um, yeah, opening up restaurants where they sell good wholesome food. I'm not talking about barbecue and pork and all that stuff, what Jesus didn't eat. I'm talking about food that is grown from, say, a farm. How many uh, churches are invested in farms? You know, these are questions that should be Ask if you go to church faithfully and you pay your tithes and your offerings faithfully. These are important questions. Hey, pastor, can I speak to you for a second? You know, uh, I was thinking with, you know, the, the size of the church and, you know, we, we seem to have a good service. You know, we've had a good year. Uh, are the, have you ever thought about investing in a grocery store or a restaurant where the, the members can go and eat or schools, better yet, schools for the kids so we can get and teach our own kids our history the way it's supposed to be taught, not into somebody else's school? Those are questions you should ask. Instead of sit up there, you praising the Lord, they get you in the spirit, you praising the Lord, you forget all, you forget all hope. But what is the church actually doing for the community itself? 
If you're not a member, you could still build schools. Maybe more people will come to your church. That 10% is very important. Now, I know a lot of churches are struggling to make ends meet for the church. Some pastors get a salary and some don't, depending on how big the church is and how they uh, they run their business. Because basically it's a business. It's God's house, quote unquote, but is it really God's house? People are running these churches and when they can't meet ends and the next thing you know, they end up closing. It's called get a job. Jesus didn't have no, uh, Jesus didn't have no uh, job. Jesus just walked and what little people gave him, he talked to people and helped people. He grew the community by giving out good, solid information to helping people in their lives. A lot of prosperous type of sermons are not going to help people's lives. When you're trying to see how you're going to eat tonight, and you're talking about prosperous, make sure and pay your tithes faithfully. That 10% pimping for the 10%. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that stuff, but a lot of people never want to hear the truth. They only want to deal with the truth when it comes to them. But when it comes to a community or a people, they don't want to hear that. That 10% is very important, people. Ask your pastors. You know, if they would get together all these different denominations and one believing in this and one believing in that. The bottom line is Jesus Christ himself. And if you don't know the gospel of Jesus Christ, then basically you don't need to have no church. You don't need to be getting 10% and you don't need to be uh, uh, speaking to people if you're not going to give them the proper and real information. Pimping the church for that 10%. It becomes a lifestyle. Their lifestyle. So I gotta stay on you, and it's not, and, and it's not like uh, you, you, you. I'm, I'm trying to be mean or anything like that. But understand this: when you have people in a church, wealthy people, not I'm sorry, not wealthy, but people who make a good living, a good living, or people with certain skills that get actually go out there and do something. Hey, pastor. I seen this piece of property over here on 48th Street. Uh, maybe we should invest in that. See, churches should have boards. Some of them do, some don't. But the purpose is to grow the church as well as grow the community, not grow your pastor's pockets or make his lifestyle better and make yours worse by 10%. You know, when a pimp is not getting his money, I'm not saying this happens in churches. I'm just saying, when a pimp is not getting his money from his hoes, what does he do? He smacks them around. He degrades them. He makes them look real stupid and silly. And he talks about them bad. He disrespects them in front of everybody. So everybody know this is what's going to happen to you if you don't get me my money. When you scolding a person in front after they didn't pay 10 years of faithful service and, and, and 10 years of tithing and offering and you put them on, you don't have your money. God is not going to bless you. 
God is going to curse you or whatever the, uh, the, the message may be. When your pastor is doing that to you, you need to shut him down. Because if you're going to disrespect a grown man or woman in public, in front of the in front of the, uh, the, uh, the people, then, you know, I wouldn't be seen at that church no more. I wouldn't even bother. And your damn show wouldn't be getting no 10% from me. My brothers and sisters, you got to be much aware. When you go to these churches, I know they got the musicians and they got them. They get you hyped up and the service is good. And, and it's like, wow, yes, yes. That 10%. Where's the money going when you don't see no progress? And you know, deep down, you know the church membership is up. More money's coming in, but where is it going? All of it ain't going on rent, mortgage, utilities, and upkeep. It's just not. Where is it going? You need to ask these questions of your pastor. Don't be afraid. You ask the question. That's all you can do. Ask the question. What are they going to do? They're not God. They're supposed to be representatives. But if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing in a church, you ain't representing nobody but yourself. And a lot of people, if, if they can't point it out to you in scripture, then you need to really think about paying your tithe. Because Tithing, like I said, wasn't always about giving up that monetary money. It was about pay your tithe. You pay with goats, uh, sheep, or whatever you had, 10% of your time. Not always a check. Nowadays, everybody want to make you believe it's a check. See, we done deviated from the scriptures, and now we throw in our own perception of what God would have said or what God is saying. That's what we do. Or that's what the, the leaders of your church do. They put in their own perception and then they try to spice it up to make you look silly. You got to be very careful about that 10%. Pimping for that 10%. You just remember that. When you're getting scolded in front of the whole church, just think of a whole getting scolded in front of all the uh, all all the prostitutes are getting scolded on the street because she didn't have that money. You think of that. Even though it ain't sexual, scolding is scolding. And it ain't very good. Period. Pimping for that 10%. That's what it's about. Pimping the church for that 10%. We got to be very conscious of what's going on and stop being so naive as to what we think is right and it ain't right. Just because somebody who stands in front of you with a robe on and says they are a man of God, that every word that falls out their mouth is right. Because it's not. They're human beings like you and me. And they're not perfect. And saying that and not being perfect, anytime you go and you lie to the people you can lie to people on the streets, but when it comes to the church and you lying to the church just to get more money, you are not only a liar, you are a hypocrite, I'm sorry, a hypocrite and a thief. 
My brothers and sisters, as you go to church, keep this message in your head. This Sunday coming up, or whenever you go to church, Friday night, Thursday night, Saturday night, whatever, keep it in your head. What's going on with that 10%? Where is my 10% going? How is it being used? What is the pastor doing with it? All right, my brothers and sisters, you have a great day. And remember, what's going on with my 10%? I want to know. All right, brothers, peace out. This is your brother, Ren. From Renell's Ren Talk. I'm sorry. Renell's Real Talk FM. Peace, family. Remember, pimping for that 10%. Peace.